friends at Tivoli Brewing Company and the Department of Communication, Arts, and Sciences at MSU Denver, this is Unfiltered. And here are your hosts, Jay Schrader and Dr. Samuel J. For My, sure. A friend of mine, he likes to consider his DJ, G, DJ name Sir Pops and Locks a lot. Per, yeah. He said after a couple of shots, it's almost impossible. It gets there. It gets there. Yeah. It's, uh, wow. Um, I, I never had the uh, the moves to do, to pull something like that. Can you hear everything, Jay? A pop and lock. A pop and lock. I can hear everything. You good. I am excited because uh, I was listening to some live FM radio yesterday. Yeah. And the DJs had a little banter, not unlike the way you and I uh-huh. pull this shit off. Yes. And uh, one DJ, both headphones on. One DJ. Rocks at one ear, yeah, and they were having an argument about the background noise. So, but in here today, like it doesn't even matter. No, it's I can hear everything. Crystal. Well, we're here. We are. uh, Where are we, Jay? Man, we are in Resolute, otherwise known as the furthest brewery from anything I've ever seen. (laughs) You guys are way up here. This is no, it's amazing. Beautiful day outside. We got some weird cloudy weather coming in. Mm-hmm. Sam doesn't like to date this stuff, but uh, that's all right. No, Resolute Brewing's new taproom and barrel location just outside of the Candelis development in technically Arvada. Yep, it's an Arvada address. Awesome. And that is the voice of our very own. Uh, this is Sam Lale, a.k.a. Sam Sly. And Sam, what do you do at Resolute? I do a little bit of everything. I do some marketing. I like to call myself the international man of marketing. And I also do some beer tending at our original location in Centennial and here at the uh, Tap and Cellar location, okay. too, now. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thanks for joining us today. And thanks for having us up here. It's something we've wanted to do for, I think, several months now, right? We've been trying yeah. to plan this one. Talking yeah. about this for a while, yeah. And Samuel J., the good doctor, and I both... Uh, very, very close proximity-wise to the DTC location of Resolute. So this is exciting for us to get up here, check out the new location, sample uh, maybe some of the new stuff. Um, there's a special secret ingredient up here that uh, Sam Sly will chat, chat with us about, I think, here. Talk about the specialty going on. But, uh, yeah, what do you think, Samuel J.? Um, as, as one who has been to the uh, DTC or Centennial location several times. Uh, Once or twice. Yes. This place, uh, the beer is about, I'm assuming, to be just as good. Uh, the, the the feel of it, right? I mean, it's, it's almost identical to, to what we see down south. Um, a little bit different kind of setting in the sense that we're in more of a residential area. The, the southern location is, is very much kind of tied into DTC and the business um, uh, environment. In fact, Jay and I were just talking about how busy it's been down that way with just business people. But I think, Sam, moving up here, what kind of decision making in terms of uh, reaching that residential audience went into uh, or how much did the residential audience go into the decision making to choose this location it was definitely a big part of it uh, I, I our owners are all very very savvy with their decisions and everything mm-hmm. and we knew this candelis development was you know being built up and there's still more to come in terms of housing i can't remember what percentage is still remaining to be done but there's more coming, and there aren't exactly a ton of breweries right. up in this area. I mean, the closest ones really we're looking at are down in Golden for Holladaily and Cannonball Creek. So it's a, a very rare beer desert almost here in Colorado, which is kind of unheard of. So Not anymore, though. I no. know. We just plopped ourselves right in the middle of that. That's perfect. Yeah, and I did a little... Uh a little digging into this, and I got up here early and drove around the hood for a few minutes. And, I mean, damn, 
it's like I would um, I would imagine ninety percent of the people that live in this neighborhood drive right past your front door yeah. at least twice a day. Yeah. So it seems like a no brainer to me. The minute we announced the location, we, we did like a little set of teaser videos to kind of mm. build up the anticipation and stuff. And the minute we said we're going in Candelas, we started getting emails almost daily. When are you opening? When are you opening? Like it was a it was a plot of dirt basically, and they're still when are you opening? It's yeah. Like, All right. Give lot, us a few months, please. A lot of thirsty <laughs> folks up here, but uh, you guys have been open since Memorial Day now to really sate that thirst is that the right word that's satiate s- s- I, yeah, I think sate, sate is the I think sate past is, tense of that yeah wow, yeah you guys. boom nice work you had mentioned it a little bit before we got our interview started you don't have to give away any secrets but <laughs> when you are launching a new location like this in a place such as Candelas what kind of approaches do you take in order to build up business because you had said we don't want to you know throw out a bunch of mailers immediately we yeah. want to kind of wait so as a person who's an expert like you, what kind of vision or strategies do you uh, are you prepared to kind of put in place? Uh, for me, I mean, uh, media is a big passion, so I figured showing is is half the battle. So, like I said, we started with some teaser videos, okay. um, which started out like on the moon, and the, there's a moon dude on a scooter, and they're like, "Hey, where's this new Resolute Brewing going?" And like, "Oh, take a look to your left, and there's Planet Earth rising," and then. <laughs> I, nice. I got more and more specific. So I went from like Earth to United States to Colorado to Barvada, and then finally right here in Candela. So, you know, just trying to pique people's curiosity. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a pretty good following uh, social media wise and just brewery wise. You know, we're entering our third year as a brewery in Centennial. So yeah. we're not the newest kids on the block anymore. Mm-hmm. So once that happened, we just kept trying to show update pictures, okay. uh, getting people psyched on the area and. Really, it kind of fed itself, given the whole the beer desert area. And once we started sharing pictures, people started going crazy and sharing those and commenting on that and just getting natural boosts. Nice. You know, and then I always try to keep emails a, a fun factor, you yeah. know. People still discount email a lot, even though it's the most, to me, it's a very personal intimate uh, activity that you can do with somebody you know they're choosing to let you into their little inbox world there so um really my main strategy is to first get the flames going and then keep stoking them gradually for the next three to whatever however many four months that it took us to get this thing up and running did you guys do ad spend like did you spend any on advertising in this area or you kind of just let word of mouth at this point take over we let word of mouth i mean really the only spend we did was maybe a a few pushes on some facebook events okay Um, nice otherwise yeah we kept it pretty organic that's kind of been my mantra for a long time is Mm -hmm. unless it really seems like the the best way to go you know if you can get it for free first then other than what i'm getting paid then boom yeah absolutely no for those of you that uh, don't know this about Dr. Sam J, he's a, a bit of a marketing and business aficionado when it comes to Facebook. Um, so I'm pretty sure now I'm going to start my next podcast is going to be Marketing 101 with Sam and <laughs> Sam. Um, see if we can hijack the, the space here. It sounds like a, he's he's much better at, at the tactics, the strategies. I think uh, my background's you know culture building, basically. Yeah. There's no yeah. there's no better industry than craft beer to build a culture around a particular oh, brewery. For right? sure. Like Russian Rivers done it. They're the, right. They're the perfect one. founders, right? Yeah. Being a guy from Michigan. Yeah. yeah. I'm an unabashed founders fan. That's for f- sure. Yeah. I mean, it comes down to that. It's it's kind of a unique industry in that sense. I don't see that kind of stuff happening with uh, with marijuana at all. I don't see that kind of building around culture, but there's so much about the 
not just craft beer, but even just craft breweries, individual ones that people take their identity from. Like they really define themselves in some way, shape or form to their connection to that given brewery. And so once you've built that, uh, at least in my opinion, and I'm actually writing a blog post about this, is, is you have these brand advocates, right? You have these people who are going to go out and kind of spread the word for you without having to pay them. Yeah, it's it's. I always attribute it to kind of like a band, you yeah, know, the beer industry yeah. and echoes the music industry in certain ways. Uh, and it can be good and bad. It can be, you know, for the better or the worse. But uh, you, I, I've always, I was a big music fan growing mm-hmm. up and it, the more I've thought about it, it kind of makes sense that I transferred into beer, not only because I like to drink it, but just you get that interaction and it's that personal feeling and you can feel like, all right, this brewery is, right. you know, this is, these are my people. They get me. Beer drinkers wear it on their sleeves, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes sure. literally with tattoos. Well, yeah. I, you know, I haven't gotten my beer tattoo yet, but, uh, it's coming. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe next. Yeah. We'll get you I, enough, uh, Imperial stouts in you. Boom. <laughs> I actually got my first one about a month and a half ago. Real late night with uh, one of my coworkers. Okay. Is it is it an eyeball compass? No, it's a hop. A hop. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that a, hop, a tramp stamp yep. hop. I like yep, it on my calf muscle. Oh, that's so, better. Okay, it was, it's not a, it was a late night drunken tattoo, but <laughs> <laughs> that's first all right. tattoo in like sixteen years. That's awesome. Hey, those are the best times to get them. I yeah. Assume. yeah, yeah. Good good decision making occurs after dark. That's my experience. Yeah. Um, talking always. About, always, yeah. Talking about culture. I mean, here's the thing, right? DTC, huge avid following. Um, and Sam Sly indicated that daytime hours might be a little bit slower than, than Sam J or I would be accustomed to in the DTC. But I mean, this gives you guys a huge opportunity to reach a whole new demographic, right? Yep. What's your experience or what's your anecdotal thoughts on the fact that, I mean, are you seeing a lot of people coming up from DTC? Is it all new experience for, for, uh, virgin drinkers of resolute or do you have a good mix? Here at this location specifically? Yeah, here here specifically for sure. Uh, from what I have seen personally, it's still very local. Um, okay. When we were doing like our grand openings and some of our soft openings and stuff, that's where we would see our usuals from Centennial coming up here, I think. you know, And they were interested in trying out the new beers because you know, all the barrel-aged stuff here is not making it down to Centennial yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, now it's it's definitely it feels like its own local locality up here, mm-hmm. and you know, kind of alluding to what you were saying, Jay. It's there's not a ton of businesses around yet, so you know, people are coming home from work. They got to get the kids all rounded up, uh, and if they're gonna eat dinner, or, you know, we get a lot we get a lot more questions of who the food truck is. I was today. just gonna ask. Yeah, then, you gotta have a pretty good food truck on yeah. the reg here, huh? Yeah, yeah. We try to have one every day, uh, different food trucks. You know, you get a little bit of variety, but. You know, we want to feed everyone, make sure everyone's happy and has a good experience here. So it's, it's, it's been, it's been interesting. Like, like you said, anecdotally working here versus working down South in that fact. So I guess my next big question is, um, you guys got any, what, what, what are you maybe 25, not even 25 days in any Cliff Clavins, any regulars at the bar? Um, the ones who couldn't wait for you to open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anybody that parks it there from, uh, you know, just after the mail route's done until, close a biz to to my knowledge no but uh if if there is it'll probably trickle back to me sooner than later right. or uh, someone will tell me when i'm working up here but i've had plenty of people say oh we'll see you here again and I'm like i only work here three or four times a month like we'll see you here again awesome that's i mean yeah. that's the best feedback you can get right yeah exactly i mean that that's what i want here especially as a marketing person for mm-hmm. the company i mean that's it's a 25 mile drive, so I want to work up here one because the view is pretty gorgeous. Yes. And two, I want to get a feel for who our clientele up here. You know, if I'm going to be 
trying to talk to them through social media or email marketing, I, I need to know who I'm talking to, you know? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. So, um, obviously there was a strategic decision to separate the beer offerings here from the beer offerings in Centennial. So as a, you know, let's consider all of ourselves kind of the elite. I don't want to say elite, but we are that kind of, we're not your regular beer drinker, right? We drink a lot of beer. We, we have a taste for beer. How do you sell this place to people like us? Like what, what am I getting here that I can't get in Centennial? For right now, the barrel aging is the okay. big push. And I kind of alluded to the fact that we don't have any of it yet in Centennial. Um, and if I'm speaking out of turn, Justin, who's our head brewer, you just let me know. But uh, I believe the plan is to eventually get it to the point where we are sending some down to okay. uh, Centennial. So, you know, our southern uh, you know, customers that can't make it up here mm-hmm. can get to try it out. Um, and everything else is is kegged and brought up here. So, I mean, you were kind of, Sam, you said, uh, you know, you hope the beers are the same. And you're literally drinking the exact same beer that we are drinking in Centennial. We, okay. you know... I think 17 of our 20 lines are all keg based. Okay. And then we have three that are up to some tanks uh, for storage or whatever the bright tanks. So mm-hmm. we can pull off tanks eventually. Gotcha. Um, excuse me. So yeah, at this point we're doing a lot of logistical learnings with yeah. keg deliveries and stuff like that. In fact, I know for a fact, a few of my, Brewer friends from down south are on their way here with kegs right now. I was just uh-huh. going to offer to take a barrel down with yeah. me if you guys needed <laughs> to. No guarantees it'll be full, but I got lost, room. But yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> Might just fall off the truck. Usually when I make that offer, it's uh, it's uh, it ends up going really well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've, no, I've walked sure. out of here with, uh, not here or here, but uh, walked out <laughs> of an interview or two with more than my fair share of free beer, which is amazing. But uh, yeah, so... Barrel age, that's the key word up here, right? And and I can see, I don't know, what, 12? It looks like at least 18 barrels right in front of me. Just yeah. took a great impromptu shot of uh, Sam Sly with the barrels in the background. I tried to keep Sam J out of the picture. Yeah, for the but, best. But, um, yeah, it, it really is for one the best. Sam, two Sams enter, one Sam leaves. Yeah, yeah. exactly. exactly. <laughs> Make sure you showcase that free, uh, all this free equipment that we got from my real job. Oh, no, no, he's <laughs> hiding behind. Okay. He's all hiding right. all that for you. Okay. No, so uh, barrel aging, I mean, everybody's talking about it. Everybody's doing it. Yeah. What makes resolutes barrel aging program or system or this is good but what i mean just give us let's what's what's so great about resolutes barrel aging i mean is it new or were you doing it before in the dtc yeah so far this is brand new for us um we technically did in the dtc only because we had to start barrel aging beer there before we were here because once you, you can't bring alcohol on site until you have like your occupancy uh uh Whatever the right, certificate of occupancy. That. Okay, okay. So we literally had to start barrel aging beer, you know, six months before, mm-hmm. um, because in most cases, barrel aging beer is best done over a good stretch of time. You know, you get the most out of it from the barrel flavors, and sometimes the beer like really does a lot of good maturation right. and uh, conditioning in the barrels. So. We've technically barrel aged on there, but we've never served a barrel aged beer there because we don't have space. All of our production space is used for our fermenters and our bright tanks and, uh, you know, our, our main brewing system. So for us personally, this is new, but our head uh, brewer, Justin Burnsed, he's got plenty of experience with this. He's got an amazing resume. He's worked for BrewDog. He's worked for Stone. He came from Mockery uh, mm. downtown in Denver. And, uh, oh, our mutual there. friend yeah. Mockery. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Some, good some interactions with them recently. Yes. Yeah. So um, 
he is a big fan of working with barrels and it's a passion of his and so he will be doing a lot of his time up here mm -hmm. tinkering with the barrels and uh, you know putting on a really wonderful product so that right now is it, it's kind of an experimentation phase these are our first batches and uh we haven't really gotten into them just yet. No, no, but please do, because I'm pretty sure looking at the board, I just uh, almost sucked down Fluffy the Lemon Slayer. <laughs> yep, you did. Man, that thing is damn Yummy. good. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've always been a lemon fan. Yeah. Um, I tried to drink mine in order, lightest to darkest. I, I, was, it's, I swear it's the weather. I was like, oh, that stout looks For good. For sure. Uh, so what is this? What so is this? that this is actually the front of me. That is an imperial porter. That is uh, the porter. Or an imperial coffee porter, excuse yeah. me, that was aged in... I want to say it was like Maple Jack or something. Wow. There, there's some sort of maple component to it. I have been not doing my due diligence on our barrels as much as I should have at this point. But That's uh, all right. Yeah. That's why the board's up there, and I'm I'm a big fan of reading it right off the board so we don't screw it up yes, for you. Yes, so. and I appreciate customers like you who read things. Well, it's about the only thing I can do. So <laughs> so what is um, – um, I mean, we've interviewed enough breweries now. We've been around the scene as consumers for several years to me many years yeah but i mean resolute has always kind of resonated um at least in the southern part of town no, as, as being this rather successful craft beer or craft brewery and now obviously open up this new space there's you know proof that you know yeah. you guys are doing just fine what is it as the director of marketing that you think resolute does so well that allows them to have or you to have the success that that we're seeing we have excellent people um our owners, they have other jobs. This isn't their primary thing. Okay. Um, and they're all very business savvy, so they hire people that know what they're mm. doing. You know, they hire our taproom manager. They hire our brewers. They hire me. Yeah. Go ahead. Thanks, guys. Toot away. <laughs> this, this will be my last interview. Yes. <laughs> Best decision they ever made at Resolute. Yeah. Sam yeah. Sly. Yeah. But uh, no, our, our entire staff, whether it's a server, you know, uh, all the way up is, is a fantastic person. They yeah. are getting behind the cause. They, excuse me, they, they stand by the pillars of craft, community, and culture. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they, they embody that. You know, our four owners, they, they all grew up in the Littleton area. Three of them went to Columbine. Okay. Um, and so they just, they're very immersed in their communities and in their families and all that good stuff. So they, they wanted a place where they could basically embody that mm -hmm. as, as a location. And I think they've done a good job of that. And, you know, not to say we haven't learned some lessons along the way. And I haven't been here from the very, very start. Yeah. But uh, when we were opening up this location, I heard a ton of horror stories from the, the grand opening of the first location where they just learned a ton of stuff about glassware, having point of sales, have enough point of sales, and, and how to manage Parking, the crowd. And Well, that's a big issue down south, as you guys are probably aware yeah. of. But this is all here ours here. This we're, is awesome. We, you have we to worry about it of parking now yeah so yeah, i feel like a, a sandlot baseball game could break out and still be plenty <laughs> yeah. of space out here so there's enough kids here that has probably happened yeah so. this is i mean i'm blown away it's amazing um repeat that mantra for us real quick sam sly it is craft community and culture i like it alliteration it matters, Jay. yes it, it does you know what having a mission having a what is that an, an ethos mm -hmm. yeah um i mean not every brewery has that yeah no um i, I would agree it's good to hear somebody that, you know, they have a plan first and then beer. And your comments on, you know, hiring the right person for the right job really speaks, I think, to what Sam and I see sometimes in these breweries. Not all of them and, and maybe not anybody that we've 
necessarily interviewed, but uh, yeah. you know, a brewer's not necessarily a good business person or a good uh, architect or a good layout guy or yep. certainly not necessarily the best at social media marketing. CMJ, no, no, am true. I right? That is very true. I these usually, uh, yeah, these usually evolve into impromptu offline discussions about uh, when and where <laughs> and how to market the <laughs> and the, the failures, beer. the failures. Right, that's Sam's good. pretty quick to point out what they did wrong. Yeah, so that's how it works. You gotta learn from those failures, right? <laughs> yes, you that's do. all right. It's you cool. well, it's usually their failures, yeah. not mine. Okay, so. right. <laughs> but that being said, I mean, you can't run a, a place like this without having each person in the right place at the yep. right time doing their job. I yeah. mean, I can't imagine Sam Sly's back there uh, pointing out problems with the barrel aging process. Nope, unless it's just <laughs> gushing beer, in which point I think they figured it out. I okay. was probably about the first one to that problem. Yeah. Yeah. International man of beer and stating the obvious. Yes, that I could, yep. Put that on my tombstone. Yeah. That'll work. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll save the second half for the tombstone. If you think about the successful breweries that we've talked to, um, they are the ones who understand what they're not good at, quite honestly. You know, yeah. especially whether that is a, the brewer or the owner or the brewer owner, right? What aren't we good at and where can we hand this off to somebody like, like Sam here to do our marketing or, you know, somebody yeah. else to, to do our, our financials and all of this. And I think... That is such, that's leadership to me. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, and it's still good to have somebody involved. I mean, you guys have, I don't want to say um, absentee ownership because I, I don't know the full story on that necessarily, but it sounds like you have good, solid leadership that uh, gives you guys the, the, a long enough rope to hang yourself with is what I like to oh, think yeah, of. Yeah. No, that's, that's accurate. But at the same time, I mean, there's, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. We also see good brewery owners that roll up their sleeves and they get involved and i'm sure that uh, your four owners um have plenty to do with the day-to-day stuff as well oh, they Just, have plenty of blood sweat and tears in this very building right yeah, now i can yeah. guarantee you that much. i can see blood seeping out of the seams <laughs> over there <laughs> that might just be the poltergeist but uh we did we did make reference to some horror movie potential up here with the weather and the uh, new housing development yep yeah. You definitely see it how did uh so so what's the history with the brewers i guess um you know how are they hired and then how much time are they spending up here oh that's a good question um so justin actually joined us in january of 2018 literally on january 2nd was his first day with okay. us that was my birthday well, one of go. one of them anyway i think i was 27 happy, happy birthday 27 yeah, I was say happy birthday yeah yeah 27 you've aged in the last yeah. couple of years it's been a, it's been a rough year, 18 wow. months yeah, wow. <laughs> ever since we started talking about this podcast exactly. shit's gone downhill that's what that's what they do to you man yeah. I used to have a full head of hair oh yeah <laughs> oh god this is the longest my hair's been in forever and yeah, nobody's liking it so uh, no, I guess I I'm doing it. okay but my insides are probably rotting yeah well yeah so there's that I get some anecdotal feedback that mine in fact is oh, we don't god. we don't yeah we don't need to talk about Never mind. Yeah, we can just yeah. just skip right over that. But uh, so, so Justin, yeah, Justin's Justin been uh, around. came on in uh, two th- or, uh, 2018. Um, our assistant brewer, Matty G, who is actually uh, behind the bar right now. Nice. Matty G, right around. G. He started out uh, as a, I believe, just as a server, and then he went up to brewing intern, and ended up working up, you know, intern, cellarman, all the way to assistant brewer. Yeah. Um, over the course of several years, I think he's been here since day one. Pretty sure I saw him pull the mop out a few minutes ago too. So oh yeah, no, he does everything. Point being that uh, there's Have no to job, to. I mean, no job beneath a brewer. You at know this they point. say if you don't know how to clean up, you can't be a brewer. You know, no. two thirds of the job is cleaning up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But, uh, and then uh, we have a cellarman uh, named Nico, 
and he was a bartender when I hired in, and he eventually uh, expressed he'd like to go in the back, and there was an opportunity for a third brewer person on the back, and so he's uh, now back. There's a cellarman, and and excuse me, uh, the way my understanding is going to be is Justin, our head brewer, will be you know doing recipe development, overseeing our logistics and stuff, but uh, Maddie and Nico will be handling the bulk of the brewing okay. uh, down south, and Justin will be up here doing our barrels and, and yeah. tweaking everything and, and overseeing. You know, he'll be the, the brewery overlord overseeing everything. We've got an overlord. We've got Nico the Cellarman. I mean, this is like... It's like Lord of the Rings. I was going to say, say true Game of Thrones. Yeah, like, this is amazing. What's uh, Aside from the barrels, is there any other brewing... Going going on back there, I saw you know some some big tanks. I mean, is so no, we're going to still continue doing 100 percent of our brewing in Centennial right okay. now. Um, those tanks that you see back there, those will be used for like mixing uh-huh. uh, or uh, blending, I guess is the technical term, mm-hmm. and conditioning. Is if I'm understanding that correctly, because okay. there is no equipment up here for like brewing. There's brewing. no mash tun. There's no boil kettle. Nothing to produce. Not even um, a not even a test or a small batch kit. Nope, no okay. small batch or anything. So then, forgive me for sounding like a complete dumbass, but I do that a lot on this. That's what makes show. us unique. Yeah, it endears yeah. you to people, Jay. Don't worry. Uh, that that and not a lot else. <laughs> um, the brewing itself occurs in DTC. Yes. The barrel aging occurs up here. Yeah. What's going on in between? I mean, are you are you uh, loading? beer recipes into the barrels in DTC and then bringing it up here just for storage and, and space or so walk I me through what you can. <laughs> what I can say is I don't know the mechanics of how it gets here, but the you know fermented beer will be transported up here either already in a barrel or to be placed in a barrel. Okay. Already in barrels? All right. We're, Confirmed yeah. by one of our brewers. Yeah, we've got a brewer now. Assistant yes. brewer slash yeah. so mopper. So now, now i got to really watch my mouth. Yeah. But uh, So we're going to be transporting up here in the barrels. And so that room that we're looking at, our barrel room, is temperature, humidity, pretty much okay. climate controlled for optimal barrel aging uh, conditions and stuff. So, And it, I, I didn't want to rat ourselves out, but the barrels that we're looking at right now along here are actually all empty. <laughs> those, are, those were the barrels that the beers we're drinking right now were in. Mm-hmm. That's all right. So... It's it gives you the view of what it's gonna look like, yeah. and we're currently working to fill those up with actually beer beer filled barrels and okay. stuff. Okay. Nice, nice. Well, it's great ambiance. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah so definitely. I was I was uh, for a minute there hoping that uh, Sam Sly would tell us that the the beer barrel ferry was dropping them off somewhere in between uh. DTC and here because just to just to segue really well with the rest of the. <laughs> fantasy world that we ran down here a few minutes ago. I misread that situation. That no, 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 no. That was I. It, you know what? I had to throw it out there. So yeah. No, I dig it. I like it. I like it. Obviously, uh, Crowlers are big players here and at the uh, the location down south. Yeah. Any other ways for people to get the package stuff and, and leave? We just recently started packaging 16 ounce cans to go. Ooh. Uh, in fact, unfortunately, we are. I think. Unless we, nope, we don't have yeah, any I'm there. looking at the fridge right now. I'm like longing for the, one. The last, the last release we did was that fluffy. Oh, and damn. Yeah. yeah. I, I know for a fact we sold off the last of our cans down in Centennial over the weekend. So it, it looks like they've burned through theirs up here too. <laughs> wow. But, um, Maybe sneaking out with some crowlers of the fluffy if that's, on, if that's on the menu here. We'll see, we'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. But, uh, yeah, so we just started doing 16-ounce can packaging. Okay. Really small, small amounts. You know, okay. we're talking maybe a dozen or so cases of stuff okay. strictly um, in the tap rooms only not uh, yep. for release in liquor stores correct or, okay. yep we're not Great. looking to get out in there at this point 
Uh, we're just kind of dipping our toes in. We got a couple of uh, little two-barrel baby fermenters that we're, I, you know, once, once now that we're open, I think the brewers can start having a little more fun with that. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, taking some, uh, some of our main beers off a tank and doing two barrels of it in with some adjuncts or yeah. doing something to it, whatever. I don't know what they're going to do. You know, yeah. that's, that's their world, and I don't play in their sandbox. And welcome everyone to my sandbox, as marketing usually goes. Yeah, but, creative uh, license on their end, right? Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of cat shit in that, in yeah. that sandbox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some of it's mine, too. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's cool. But, that's cool to get that yeah. little bit of flexibility. So, so yeah, so right now we're, we're, we've been kind of cherry-picking a few beers. We did a, a collaboration with Something Brewery up in, I believe, Broomfield. I know it's one of the B... Okay. The bee, the bee burbs. Up there. Um, so we did two beers with them. Those were our first cans, and then we did a canning of tangential, which was a mimosa inspired in brute a- or mimosa inspired brute ale. Oh that damn! A tongue twister. Wow. That sounds amazing. It is, yeah. and I think, yeah, we're out of it. <laughs> damn! I would man. have loved to give you guys some of that. That was that's one of my like barrel. That was a barrel aged too. It was not barrel aged. Oh, okay. It was that's just right. it was just made with Sauvignon Blanc grapes and uh, I believe Jeez. a tangerine puree. That's amazing. So it just tasted like a mimosa in a glass. It was nuts. Um, and then Fluffy was the last one, which has been a fan favorite since we released that last summer. So that's that's is that on the reg there then the Fluffy? At this point, we've done it annually. Okay. Um, and you know, Justin's but been when here it, for when it goes, it goes. Gotcha. Yeah, so okay. far, I'm. You know, they might make it again. I don't know what they're. That's our right. schedule is, but and I believe we have another sour coming up that is going to be going in a can if I'm not mistaken. So uh, great. Hopefully, I'm not spoil alerting anything, and hopefully, I'm not just straight up lying to anybody. Yeah, you know the good news is there's a you know anywhere from a five minute to two week delay on our uh, recording then to the release Cut it date. Out. So Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Sam J can keep it clean. Um, he looks like he's got a question, but I'm going to cut in here. Yeah, go ahead. So, uh, where else can you get the beer? Restaurants? Yes. So, we have bar accounts all around Denver and in Denver. Um, okay. What about Boulder? Anybody in Boulder? We're looking at, I can see you know, Boulder, I feel like. From I honestly here. don't know all of our accounts. You can smell um, the weed from here. Right? Is that what that, that smoke is coming up over the rise? Was that Boulder? I thought it was one of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm working here. Really drink <laughs> during the day. Really That's actually funny because I was thinking on my drive up here that you know I, every once in a while I give up drinking at home during the week, and it just occurred to me that like the best policy might just be I only drink during working hours. <laughs> That's good. I like. I mean, that's. that's I should your job. put that. I should put that on the back of my I, business card. Yeah, I love. You that. should. If you, I'll, I'll, I'll test it out. I'll try that myself. There too. you go. There you go. <laughs> I, I, nope. Out. Trademark. Only work Copyright. fifty hours a week, and you know, I'm just drinking those fifty. Yeah, that's yeah. It. part of the job. But uh, I totally forgot what I was saying. Uh, we were don't worry about it. Yeah, Boulder accounts, not oh, a big deal. We we're talking about where else to get it. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think the last I heard, we have a, like 130-ish. Okay. Off or well, that would be considered on premise because you drink it at the bar. Right. Accounts around the greater Denver area, and it's you know it varies depending on they have the kegs doesn't mean it's on tap. So. Right. Gotcha. So uh, my last comment, and then I'm gonna let Sam J finish up or whatever he's got to say. Uh, if the Columbine Four needs some advice on one additional thing that I think this place needs is a drive-through window, dude. <laughs> I yeah. mean, yeah. seriously, like right out back, you could just stick one out there and hand it out as people go by. If only we could. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we legally can't do that. I don't know. Well, you can can have a drive-through liquor store in Denver. Why can't you? Well, I guess we're not in Denver. No, we are in Arvada. I don't know how that works. Is that a Colorado thing or a Denver thing? 
I've mm. always heard it was a Texas thing. Yeah. Well, no, but Texas. we can do it. You can do it in Denver too. Um, oh, you're one, right. There's a place down the street from my old joint. Yeah, it's called Scotty's Liquor. It has a little drive-through window. The only drive-through liquor that I can think of, I used to walk up to the window and they <laughs> would yell at me. But the well, one that, that seems like the responsible way to go. Uh, Broadway and Evans. Broadway and Evans. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right next to the old famous pizza place. There's another one at uh, Logan and Alameda. They did not like it when you walked up to the window. Now, while it's not a drive-through, this uh, this brings up something interesting that happened on Friday. We work with a place called Craft Alley. So, oh yeah. Uh, I forgot to mention that is one place you can get our beer. Okay. Sorry, Craft Alley. Love you, boys and gals. No, they're great. They're, they're <laughs> yeah. fantastic. But uh, they opened up a beer garden this weekend and had a little happy hour. And basically, they set it up so there's a window on the side. And you can walk up, order a beer, and then go sit on the, like in, the, in their grassy area behind the place along the side. And they have a little bit in the front, too. And I didn't look at the menu when I ordered. I just said, you know, I'm, I'm looking for something Belgian and... The lady's like, you try this one out. I'm like, okay. And it was, I don't know, seven or eight bucks. I'm like, all right, that's that's steep. They hand you haven't spent enough time in breweries. <laughs> well, I, know, I, well, I, did, I don't no, know. I'm just Either kidding. way, no, I know I haven't, but still, I was like, okay, whatever. Maybe I don't, it doesn't matter. Either way, they hand me a 32 ounce can of this shit. And I'm like, whoa, this is like. Was it from Belgium? No, it was from a Launchpad Brewing, so it was oh, okay. it's, it was a local crowler. I don't even know what Craft Alley is, so I feel like. Oh, man. It, fear of taking up more podcast time sam i can sum it up in two things it's a liquor store that sells crawlers from local craft breweries seriously seriously yep where the hell is it Uh, it's like by wash park on pearl and like arkansas oh it's on south pearl street just south of louisiana is it an old house it's in it's in the old house i don't know my directions that well it's it's by louisiana it is it's next door to chaos pizza no. It is, is it? by a pizza place. I don't know if it's Chaos Pizza. Yeah. There's well, a restaurant yes, there. Yes, it might be. Might There's be. a know, restaurant there. I know like what right we're next talking door. about. I've been in there. I didn't realize that was... Th- There's also okay. a swaggier uh, restaurant just down the street a little bit on Pearl where I saw Maserati parked out once. So Yeah, that would be the tavern. Yeah. How much can you tell us joint? about the five-year plan? Because I'm wondering, and I'm oh, going to be completely frank, like, this beer is good. Yeah. You guys five have year. had success over three years. You just have. Um there's clearly not a lot of stress, uh, financial stress being placed on Resolute, uh, especially if you're going to take the risk to open up here. I'm thinking like the news breaks today that Molly's is going to open up their second location on Arapahoe, which is, you know, right next to right. where you're making beer. Is that is that the plan or is it, you know, let's stick to selling over the bar? I uh, unfortunately am not in the inner circle enough to know the five yeah. year plan, but I know, you know, we've talked plenty about trying to get into distribution like that. So we are in yeah. liquor stores, uh, you know, opening up additional locations, even with some other concepts than just a brewery. Um, so without also knowing what I should and shouldn't be saying, uh, right. that's that's as much as I'll be able to get out there. But there are there are plans for growth mm-hmm. um, in various ways. Um, yeah. I, I'm not I'm not. I don't think I'm saying anything online saying, you know, we want to get into distribution. We want to get a little bit more local or not local, a little bit more in the state in terms of in the liquor stores right. and, you know, try to grow out of state. You larger, know, larger accounts get. and further reaches of space. Yeah. That was the shitty thing about it was heritage, right? That that's what used to be the closed down by Sprouts on Arapo. Was it heritage? Yes. No, it's the no. other one. Heritage is still there. What's the word? What was it called? Heritage oh, is my guy. Phil. I know which one you're talking about. It's, it's by the poke place I go to. Yeah. It's, yeah, right there. it's attached to Sprouts. It's shut down. Part of the, uh, yeah. but they had part of the scandal off, uh, South but, Happy Canyon Road and the next yeah, but it was 
all it was all part of uh, glaciers. What glaciers? Yeah, South. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, there's a cluster there. I shouldn't say much. But one of my old caddy buddies is like, ah, we're cutting <laughs> yeah. this one out. I can tell you, we're cutting this uh, out. So. No, but I mean, but but they. Uh, the reason why I kind of asked that too is because they would have the kind of beer that you couldn't get. Like, I got ratio beer there. I got. Heritage, I mean, in Heritage, okay, has, yeah. Um, yeah, Heritage has a good selection too. So, but that kind of like South part of town, Littleton, yeah. uh, Centennial stuff. You know, people brewers would put their beer. Uh, you know, if they had a 12-pack. They would they seek had, it out, you know, is what do, you're saying. Yeah. yeah. yeah just well, to put it on the I shelf. I think it's fascinating that with, like, if you want to get a little broad, the beer industry in general right now is getting interesting because you can, with a bit of ingenuity and if you're willing to put the work in, you can get into weird places. I ran into a friend of mine who uh, is a sales manager for Cerebral Brewing. I ran into her at Molly's. Well, I was, I was up in, I don't even live up in that, that part of town, but I was there for whatever reason, buying some beer, and I ran into her. Another, uh, Her name's Samantha, so another Sammy. So many Sammy. I know, right? I've Sam never Petty, known this many Sam, Sams in my yeah, entire life. Um, but I was like, what are you doing up here? And she was delivering crawlers to Molly's. Okay. And, you know, she was like, yeah, I basically have to have these things hand-filled and put together and sell them here. But with, like I said, a little ingenuity, a little elbow grease, and, you know, the, the, the want to, you can get into a lot of places and stuff I think like the key word there is self-distributing. Like oh, yeah. you don't sign any agreements, right? That's where the mm-hmm. that's where the shit gets weird. But uh, as somebody who loves beer, though, what happened on January first, I think, is actually benefiting the oh. beer drinker more than I even expected. Man, I can't like, decide. Crazy. I still no. struggle with that. I mean, prices are going up a little bit in King Supers than they were maybe on January second. You and I had talked about that. Like, yeah, you get a yeah, they definitely drum roll for eight dollars. Definitely and now it's been back up to ten, as creeping as up. Yeah. yeah, it's weird too. I'm in a place where lately Tanya's doing the grocery shopping, so I'm not. <laughs> But I guess in order for liquor stores to compete, they have to do this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, for like, sure. Okay, like so you're not yeah. Get that so you, Supers, you get a Heritage, yeah. you get a Molly's, you get a Tipsy's that really are are reaching out to uh, budget beer drinkers and craft beer mm-hmm, drinkers. Mm-hmm. But then also, unbeknownst to me, Craft Alley, which used to be in my backyard, I guess. Um, I mean, it sounds like we need more of those, right? Like a tiny little liquor store dedicated a hundred percent, or maybe a little bit less to craft brewing in general yeah some of the benefits the brewers and the brewery yeah it sounds to me like the combine four have got another thing on their uh agenda which is the next craft alley i don't Mm. know yeah maybe yeah do they listen to the podcast they bet you better push this to them yeah yeah no kidding we'll see if sam slides here in a couple of weeks you you guys release this and if i still have a job we're (laughs) we're in good shape yeah you were fantastic sam um is there anything you want to cover that we haven't to kind of push the new spot i mean you want to give people the address actually because that was relatively hard to find sure yeah and and actually in i've uh, on google maps sorry from my uh from my perspective i've been struggling with where they put our pin on google Maps. Uh, yeah, I've asked them to change Seriously? it a billion times. It dropped me right here. Did it good? Yeah, you're yeah. you're one of the few people that actually yeah. did that. No, first, I mean, so. and I came yeah. from literally next door to the DTC location, and I mapped it right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no weird, it, it, no weird issues. No sometimes problems. it'll drop us in that neighborhood over there, and okay. Apple Maps is so unupdated. This is still a dirt plot on Apple Maps. So. Apple Maps is terrible. Yeah, I know. I there are luckily next, I don't use Apple. They're so. our next interview, so good. <laughs> Let them know my if, displeasure. If we ever get to that, <laughs> pass this note along to them. It, get yeah. your shit together. Yeah, if, uh, yeah. We won't be drinking craft beer. We're drinking no. Yeah, so the, the <laughs> <laughs> So the address here is eighteen one four eight West Ninety Second Lane. We're in Suite One Hundred. You can't miss us. There's a huge sign on top of the building. Um, we're in Arvada. Zip codes eight zero 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 seven. Beautiful views of the foothills here. And also a bunch of rooftops. We have a massive patio with games, tables, 
I think we have a chest full of blankets. I read in the email now. If it gets chilly out, well, fireplace. That's kind of a new addition to the brewery scene. Yeah, this uh, the the fun thing compared to Centennial is this patio. Is, I mean, our patio in Centennial is great, but this one's so limitless. Much cooler. Yeah, and <laughs> green space is that for dogs or kids? Uh, ki- uh people, not dogs. Dogs okay. should okay. go across. Yeah, to there's where they're eventually be growing grass. I got the mulch down, but plenty we'll keep your kids on a leash always. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're I mean, the views are just that. insane. And this is like a quick jaunt off Highway 93 if I can. Like, I didn't come that way, but I feel like from 93 to this spot. Yeah, yeah it's like a mile over to 93, yeah. basically. So Maybe a little less than a mile. If you're in Boulder, if you're in Golden, if you're in West Lakewood, Jeffco. Um, what about if you're in Denver? How yeah, anywhere in Denver. I mean, don't get me wrong. What would you those say? Are, those, you are guys direct, direct, you, you those are the direct, direct drivers. Drive What's the fastest way? From, from where I come in Denver, it's yeah. easiest to come out from uh, 6 okay. until that just drops into 93 and yeah. come up to 72 yeah. and hang a, hang a right. And gotcha. that's the way I should have come, and I, I let Google tell me what to do. Did they bring hmm. up Indiana? No. Oh, okay. uh, Highway 36 to Sheridan to 92nd that turns into 88 or some <laughs> bullshit like, like that. Thing, yeah. And then I was on 88th Avenue all the way across for like – I don't know. I've never driven 45 miles an hour before. <laughs> like that took <laughs> forever. Yeah, never. Not ever. even during your driving never, test. Never, ever, never, ever. As a as a father of an almost driving teenager, no, never. <laughs> well, upon that note, yeah, because we, I got emailed to add a student to one of my classes. Oh yeah, add a kid or or drop a kid's add grade a, no, or add a, add a kid. Um, yeah. Sam, thank you very much for having us up here. My pleasure, uh, guys. Thank this you for was, having me. I mean. It's well worth the jaunt if you're coming home from Boulder, if you're coming home from Fort Collins, if you're in Golden and you're doing a little brewery tour. Uh, definitely get up this way and just just kind of take it all in because the views. I feel I feel like sometimes in Golden you're just you're almost too close. Trapped, right? Yeah, you're, tra- you're trapped. You can't really see. Yeah. You don't have some perspective per- always. But here, I mean, the 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 clouds are kind of coming in. You can see the fog, and it's just it's yeah. I can beautiful. see the I can see the flat irons. It's, I mean, yeah. And and you don't have to be coming from anywhere. Come from home. Yeah, true. Have a beer. Will the will the light rail ever come up here? <laughs> uh, the, the, I don't know if they'll come here, but the light rail is finally running to Old Town, Nevada, so you can get like within 13 miles of where we are. I That's think. a pretty damn expensive <laughs> Uber from Old yeah, Town, Nevada. Yeah. Here. Um, okay. Well, cheers to Sam. Yeah. Thank cheers you, my to friend. You guys. Sam Thank you. Appreciate this so appreciate much. You guys. Everybody. Uh, yeah. You have a fantastic is it Tuesday. To take-